In the hiring process, your behavior and the behavior of other interviewers will be major factors in attracting the talent you want. In this episode, we'll explain why and how to maximize your success. Hi, I'm Rick Kendall. And I'm Fred Ball. Welcome to Management Mastery. The purpose of these podcasts is to share what each of us has learned about good and bad management in our combined over 40 years of experience, both as managers and executive coaches. During that time, we've coached managers at every level in companies from Fortune 100s to brand new startups in all major businesses, including nonprofits, government, and education. So whether you're just starting in your first management position or are an experienced manager looking to strengthen your management skills, we know our podcast will be valuable to you. There are some things to keep in mind uh, for our discussion today. The first is showing respect and patience. In terms of showing respect, what we're talking about is that you want to conduct a discussion and not an inquisition. You want to put the candidate at ease. You want to help them to um, present at the absolute top of their game so that and you need to be totally focused on the interview yourself so that you're showing them respect. Then as far as patience is concerned, this is more than just showing interest in the candidate, although that's very important, showing interest in the candidate and their stories. But it's often the one the last comment or one more comment in a conversation that gives you a major contribution as to whether this person would be good for your organization or not. Then we want to talk about understanding the interview sequence from both sides of the desk, and we want to talk about conducting an effective interview, including selling the candidate. One of the first things we want to do in the interview, and this is really the opening of the interview, is what we call rapport building. Um, And that's really the place where you try to make a connection with the candidate uh, on an interpersonal basis. And you you really lead this process. You start off with a a neutral question. Um, Did you have any trouble finding it? Uh, How was your weekend? Something like that that's very conversational, not business-oriented. And the purpose here is to put the candidate at ease but also, and we'll talk about why you want to do that, but the other thing that we're doing all through this interview, much more rigorously, if you will, than we did in the screening interview, is try to assess the extent to which this candidate will fit in our organization. And we'll talk about fit a little bit more. Um, And you're also doing another thing we call the normalcy test. Does this person respond in a to a conversation in a normal way? And you, you you'll understand that as you do it. You'll you'll know whether that's that's the case or not. So you need to greet the the candidate with a smile, firm handshake, eye contact, and just do everything you can to set them at ease. Put them in a comfortable chair if you've got one, and get the conversation started on a on a. a non-threatening, neutral basis. And you want to be assessing, do they go along with this? Are they able to carry on a normal conversation? 
under what what is a stressful situation to begin with and and part of your um, your task there is to put them at ease but do do they get into it do they uh go along with this idea of of a conversation a normal conversation then normally what happens after that it, again to help them to start in a comfortable place is to discuss their resume um and what you need to do is uh, as they're going through it, you're going to ask questions and you're going to show interest. Now, we know that we talked about looking through the resume in the screening process, but this time what happens in the job interview is this is your opportunity as the manager to dig deeper into each of the things, understanding why they went to the, to, to the college that they did, why they picked the major that they did, what extracurricular kinds of things did, were they interested in, um, what kind of work experiences do they have? And what you're doing is you're looking as they go through the resume to look for evidence of their core skills and abilities. And when they tell you something, whether it be on intelligence or analytical and cognitive skills uh, or required experience, when they tell you about something that they are obviously proud of, you want to congratulate them on either the experience they had or the special training. And then as far as you get into the uh, uh, resume and they're going through it, gives you an opportunity to ask questions um, such as why are you interested in this position and, and the company? Um, the question that I love to, to ask uh, is what makes you unique because that's really one that, that if you haven't thought about beforehand, you're liable to be stumped in the middle of a, an interview. And you want to find out whether the person has really said, what makes me different? What makes me unique? What makes me better than other candidates that these people are going to see? Um, and sometimes you also want to talk with the person about some of the business accomplishments that they've had. Uh, in the last two years. And this is then going to result into a deeper dive um, into that situation. Uh, so let Rick tell you about um, a, a good way to go about that process. Well, I think w once they've identified uh, one or two accomplishments that they're proud of, um, then you, you want to seize on one of them, the one that's most relevant to the position that you have open, and then really go into it. I mean, how did they get involved? What What are the details of the of the the project they were involved in and the accomplishments that came out of it? Um, and you want to probe in detail about uh, how the project was oriented, what their role was in it. Um, how were priorities set? Uh, did they have a leadership role? What were their responsibilities? How did they perceive those responsibilities? Um, and most important, what problems did they encounter? Uh, and, and then how did they overcome them? So you're looking for uh, creativity. You're, you're looking for uh, teamwork. You're looking for... Um, Things like, do they talk about what I did versus what we, the team, did? Those sorts of things will help you understand not only their competency, but also back to this whole concept of fit. Will they be a good player on your team? Also, do they display creativity? 
did did they come up with with creative ways to solve whatever problems that that they encountered? Rick, one of the things that you said was. Uh, did they show leadership? And you might say, oh, look, if I'm hiring, a, you know, a, a new person to the organization, why would I be looking for that? And yet the new person may come in with a set of skills that other people in the organization don't have. And the ability to know when to be a good team member and when to be a leader uh, is an important uh, uh, a factor in the potential to hire someone. Oh, yes. And I think when we talk about leadership, it's also just um, the ability or the inclination to state their point of view, to contribute um, forcefully. Maybe that's too strong a word, but, you know, too often people uh, who don't have quote unquote leadership qualities are people who have good ideas but are shy about expressing them. And, and that's what I mean when I'm talking about uh, leadership is they, they, when they have a good idea, they're, they're very happy to express it. Um, doesn't mean that they insist on it being adopted, but they want to get it on the table. I think also in this process, uh, as we kind of alluded to, you're going to be evaluating uh, again and still the extent to which you feel they will fit in the company and on your team. Um, so you want to find out the kinds of things that excite them. Uh, are they positive? Uh, are they outgoing, curious? Uh, all of those things. And, and do they match up kind of the personality profile, if you will, of the rest of your team? Uh, so you're constantly assessing, are, is he or is she going to get along with the other members on my team? And one way to get at that, too, is to ask, you know, was there any a, a time where you disagreed with someone? You had a disagreement in your previous job. How did you handle that? How did you work it out? Um, and, and what was the outcome of that? And all of this will also give you a sense just of their character and of their passion about their work. Um, do they express excitement? Do they show uh, involvement? Do they go beyond just the requirements and uh, try to add um, value beyond what is just um, expected of them on the bottom line? Yeah, I would just say that that, um, call it whatever you want. Some people call it passion and character. Other people call it something else. But that is often the tiebreaker. Uh, we talk, you talk to managers who are doing the interview and they say, you know, the, when that candidate came in, there was not just a, a, a positive attitude and a spark, but they showed excitement. They smiled or laughed. You, you just got the sense that they could energize other people in the organization. Um, they, they exude optimism. Uh, and it, it's just the kind of thing that, that people would want to be around them. And then, you know... Yeah, and, and another thing, just to add on to that, Fred, another thing uh, I always advise people to look for is, uh, have they researched the company? Have they researched the business? Can they talk about it? Do they show that they are interested beyond just sitting across from you at the desk, that they've done their homework, as it were, 
So they, they've showed that enthusiasm on their own. No question. And then as you, as you move forward and you're, you're getting closer to the end of the uh, interview process, if you have someone in front of you where you're saying to yourself, this person could really be the one, then you're going to want to spend time in w- w- selling the candidate. And first of all, you've got to be honest about telling the person about the job, discussing the job, letting them know what it will entail. Because the one thing you don't want them to do is to leave having, with you having oversold the job and not being willing to talk about the tougher aspects of the job. You know, what's, what works well? What's the tougher aspect of the job as well? You want to have that discussion with them. You want to give them a chance to ask questions and then you take the time, again, we're back to patience. You take the time to answer them and make sure that in, in that process that you, it, this may require additional time, more than you thought you were going to give to this interview if it's really someone who, who may be the one. Uh, you also want to find out what, you want to give them your timetable for filling the job and you want to find out their timetable. Most of the time, when you're interested in someone, you can they they'll they will realize that you're interested in them, and they will be willing to tell you their timetable as well. And then you want to let them know that you're interested in them. This is not a game. Uh, say, look, you know, we we are interested in you, and we will get we will get back to you one way or the other. So. In all those aspects, uh, you will have done the things that we were talking about. You will have shown them respect all the way through, and you will have given them the patience to show them that you care about them and what they have to say. Right, and I think a part of that, uh, Fred, is also giving them not just the opportunity to ask questions, not just sort of a perfunctory, do you have any questions at the end of the interview, but really... um, by probing, by asking the, that a couple of different ways, show them you really um, are interested in what they want to know about the job, the company, etc. Et um, so you really want to give them the opportunity to ask questions so you can address any kind of reservations they may have about about the job. Yeah, as Rick is saying, the, the asking why throughout every stage of the interview is normally a good technique. Uh, it gives you more data and more things to chew on. Right. So after the interview, uh, because what we're talking about here is really uh, trying to hire the best candidates. So it's going to be a competitive environment if you're in, in a competitive industry. So you're going to have to work to win the best candidates. And one way you do that is after every interview, you need to do some self-evaluation. How did you feel the interview went? Were there any snags? Were there any things that that you felt, well, I wish I hadn't done it that way, or maybe there was a better way? Um, So you need to to have that kind of introspection. Did it go smoothly? did you have the feeling that the candidate was at ease about the process? Um, and were they clear on what the next steps were, who they were going to meet, why they were going to meet them? And you also want to look at the end of the day, 
uh, after you've the, the whole process has gone on, what's your acceptance rate? Are people, uh, are, are you able to land the candidates you want or not? And can you distinguish who says yes versus who says no and get an idea of why that, why that happens? When Rick was just talking, he was telling you some of the things that the candidate would be doing on their way home as well saying, uh, uh, just to review, uh, was I comfortable? Did I like the people I meet? Do I think I could fit in? Is the work interesting and could I do it successfully? That goes back to what we said at the very beginning of um, understanding the interview from both sides of the desk. The ca- you have to continually keep in mind that while you're evaluating the candidate, the candidate is evaluating you. Then in earlier podcasts, we discussed the hiring strategy and conducting the screening process. In this podcast, we discussed the interview sequence and conducting the interview. And then in another podcast, we will, call it, we will cover the follow-up, making the decision of who you want, checking references, making the offer, the negotiation, and the follow-up. We hope you have found this podcast useful and will come back again for more Management Mastery. If you have any comments about this or any of our episodes or would like to find out more about our other services, including one-on-one coaching and group seminars for managers, visit our website at careercoachclass.com. Thanks for listening.